the No Excuses 365 podcast, episode nine. Changes lead to opportunity, and is there really a right answer? Hey everybody, it is me, Casey Price, and this is the No Excuses 365 podcast. This is the podcast where I am sharing my journey to become the person that I feel I was meant to be, and I'm hoping that by sharing this journey with you, I'm helping you to realize what it is you could be and guide you uh, through my successes and setbacks how you can achieve the same goal. So, yeah, this is amazing. I am feeling so good. This this journey I've been on has been uh, happening since September 14th, 2019, and things really, really are going well. In fact, a good friend of mine, somebody I've mentioned in, in many episodes in the past, my good friend Cliff, he uh, asked me this week, this Monday morning, so I, gosh, I guess that was yesterday. It feels like it was a month ago, but uh, he asked me yesterday, early in the morning, what was my top goal for the week? So what is the number one thing I want to accomplish in the next seven days? And I gave it a lot of thought because, you know, you always want it to be something monumental, something big. What's this, this really big thing I want to accomplish? And frankly, this time around, it is I want to continue eating healthy and I want to continue my string of exercise because doing these things, focusing on this goal is leading to all other like, like everything else in my life is amazing right now. And it's really funny because I'm not focusing on these other things. Great things are happening at work and at home and in many other areas of my life. And I'm not focusing on any of those things. I am solely hyper-focused on getting into the best shape of my life. That is it. That is where my attention is. It, my waking hours are spent thinking about that. I listen to podcasts. I, I read books. I do all sorts of things to keep me hyper-focused on that goal. So these things I'm doing, these steps I'm taking become habits so that I really get these things ingrained. I, I This really is becoming a lifestyle change because I'm changing on the inside. You know, I'm not just changing in certain activities I do every day, you know, eating. Yeah, you know, you have to eat. You have to eat right. You have to eat healthy. And eating is something that's really important. And you can force yourself to change. We've all done it in the past. Well, I shouldn't say we've all done it. Anybody who's wanted to lose any weight, we've, we've forced ourselves to change. Sometimes it's for months at a time, years at a time. Sometimes it's for minutes. I've had those moments where, where for a few minutes, I'm, I resolve myself to change and to eat healthy and to lose weight. And you know, just a few minutes later, I, I've, I've broken that promise to myself. So, you know, it is um, really just, it's its just important. And, you know, it's funny. I think I've almost just lost, uh, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Um, but, I, you know, I know I'm talking about how these things that seem boring, you know, to me, I'm, how, how great is another week of, of exercising and another week of eating well 
is that something that's really my number one goal for the next seven days? And is that something that would excite me and, and anyone listening to that? Well, frankly, first of all, you know, do I care about anybody else listening to it? If somebody says to me, oh, come on, Case, come up with a better goal. And frankly, I got to tell you something. My friend Cliff, he didn't say that. He said, Casey, that's an amazing goal. That is amazing that you're doing that. You every day you do it, it, it become it, you you you're better. You get better. You're better at what what you're trying to accomplish. You are a better person just doing that. And every week that that you pile on the, the success of doing that, that's an amazing feat. Don't don't belittle that goal. Don't don't minimize what you're doing there and what you what you've pronounced is going to be your goal for the next seven days because it sure does sound boring. It sure does sound like eh, what's the big deal. But the reality is it's a huge deal. Doing this is huge. And like I said, I, I, I feel tremendously better. I, I'm wearing a shirt right now that I, I can tell you feels better on me. There's more, well, there's more fabric than there used to be. <laughs> it, you know, it feels like there's more fabric because there's less of me in the shirt. And man, that feels good. And it's only a little bit right now. I mean, I'm wearing clothes that are going to be hanging off of me in the near future. Right now, they're just getting a little more comfortable or they're actually starting to fit properly, right? Because I was squeezing myself like a sausage into some of the clothing that I had that just, you know, I refused to buy bigger clothes. I was squeezing myself into things that were all tight. And now they're starting to lay on my body properly. And soon, hopefully, they will be, actually, I said hopefully, soon they will be, you know, just hang, they'll they'll be huge because I'm getting smaller and I can feel it and I know it and I love it. Now, I want to talk about um, something that I saw the other day that, that really hit close to home. It made me laugh and then it made me stop and think because I saw a meme where, and I can't remember where I saw it, and I don't remember the picture or anything, but what the words said were something to the effect of, why is it when someone sends me a text or an email and I don't immediately respond, it's because I'm too busy or distracted, but when I send a text or an email to someone else and they don't immediately respond, it's because they hate me. You know, it's funny what the the tricks our minds will play on us. You know, I I just got a call from a friend right before I recorded this. I wasn't able to pick up the phone and I'm sure he's going to leave a message or I'm going to call him back and he's not going to think twice about it or I'm not thinking twice about it, I should say. I'm not thinking twice about it. I just didn't have a chance to pick it up and I had to record this before I did anything else um, once I, I, I was, you know, back in my office here. So I haven't returned his call yet. I will probably as soon as we're done, uh, as I'm done recording this. And, you know, I just didn't have a chance to do it before, you know, when he was calling. I didn't have a chance to do it yet. And I'm just busy. And I'm excusing myself, right? Because I'm I'm busy. I'm going to call him back. But if I called him and, you know, left a message and he didn't pick up, the first thing I'm going to say is, did I do something wrong? Is there, is there a reason why he's not calling me right now or why he didn't pick up the phone or why he hasn't, hasn't called back yet? You know, you, you, it, it's like when you add something to a group chat, you know, I do that. I, I belong to some groups and I, and I put something in there and man, I, I, I'm checking every two minutes to see if there's a response. But there are times when I don't go on the chat for days. 
right? I just don't get around to going on the chat. And you know, I, other people are, are putting things on the chat and I'm not responding because I'm just not there. I'm not around. So for me, I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm busy. I understand why I'm not responding to them. But then in my head, I'm saying the reason they're not responding to me is because they hate me. They, I did something to upset them. It's, you know, I'm bringing this up not because I'm in a bad place right now. I'm in a great place, but because it's just funny how your mind, if you let it, will run away with things. You know, part of this change for me is is changing my mind. It's strengthening my mind. And and I know that I have I am accomplishing that as far as food goes. I'm able to go to parties and events and I don't eat. You know, other people can eat they can eat whatever they want in front of me. It doesn't bother me. But I'm not eating because if they don't have the food that I want to eat, that I want to put in my body, that's going to help me achieve my goal of attaining the highest level of fitness of my in my life when I turn age 50, uh, if they don't have the food that can do that, I'm not eating it. I'm starting to limit things I'm drinking. I'm starting to limit other things. And I feel very much in control. I am able to do that. When I go out to an event, I know I can do it. And I try and do it subtly so that people don't realize. Nobody realizes that I'm not eating, right? Uh, uh, if, I'm, if I'm moving from one group to another, you know, if, you're, if you're circulating, nobody can tell what you're doing, what you're not. They're not keeping track or tabs of your food consumption or your drinking. So I'm able to avoid doing all of that. Nobody notices. So it's, 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 I, I'm getting control of a big part of my life, something that had been out of control for, for 20 plus years, the, the, the eating and the drinking and it, at home, at, at, out at, in, at events, everywhere. I have it very much under control. But there are certainly other aspects of my mind, uh, things I do uh, or things I don't do that definitely need to be improved. And I'm putting all them aside. Like I said, when I, when I started this, this episode, that's all waiting until the, the, the number one goal of mine, my, my gateway goal, this fitness quest is well underway and, and, and important things that need to be done are ingrained as daily rituals and daily habits so that I can take my eye off that for a little bit to put it on something else of great importance and know that I'm not going to falter, know that I'm going to stay on the rails and keep moving forward towards fitness. Only then can I turn my attention to anything else. I think that's really important. But, you know, this this thing of, of when I send a text or an email and I don't immediately respond, it's because I'm busy or distracted. But um, when or when, some, when somebody sends it to me and I don't respond, it's because I'm busy or distracted. But when I send it to them and they don't respond, it's because they hate me. It's a funny, funny comment, yet it, it's something that, that sits in the back of our minds where we're always often thinking the worst. And I'm, I'm trying to fix that. I'm trying to think very positive. I'm trying to think positive things. I'm try, first of all, I'm trying to take very positive acts, actions. I'm trying to act very positively and not put myself in a spot where I would ever think, did I do something wrong? Because I'm trying to be very mindful of what it is I'm doing and that I'm doing things right. And not worry, relieve myself of the mental strain of, did I do something wrong? No, I'm positive I didn't. I'm positive I didn't. I'm really paying attention to what I'm doing and making sure I'm only doing things that can be interpreted as positive. So if somebody doesn't get back to me, I can let myself off the hook and know it's just because they're busy. I don't have to worry about what, what did I do that might have caused a problem. And that that extends to everything. You know, if, if 
yeah, I'm finding that the more positive I am, the the just the better life is. <laughs> And the better the responses I'm getting back, just in general, my business, like I said, is, is doing really well. My personal life, really well. Everything is doing really well. And it's because I'm focused on on achieving something really important. I'm giving it my energy and my effort. And man, it feels really, really good. So wanted to bring those couple of things up before I got into the two other things that I have here um, on tap to talk about this episode. And the first one is, you know, since I'm going to the gym all the time, um, spending a minimum of 30 minutes a day, six days a week, I, oh, I did break my streak. I, wanted every, I want everybody to know that. I want to announce it. I did break my streak. Um, what happened? I, I was just tired. You know, I I'd had some long days last week, had some long days and nights over the weekend. And Sunday, I was tired. My body was tired. I was sore. And I just decided it was a good day to take a day off. It was a rainy day here. Um, all the kids' activities were canceled. So we were literally able to stay home all day, rest and relax. And I decided that's what I was going to do. So I stayed home, I rested, I relaxed, and I broke my streak. But that's not a problem because I've kept my promise. My promise is six days a week, every week from now until the end of my time. And um, so I skipped Sunday, but I did all seven days before that. And I resumed my my streak yesterday, uh, Monday. I was at the gym for 45 minutes. And uh, tonight, my daughter and I are going to the gym uh, this evening at 8 p.m. I know I'll probably be there for an hour. And so, hey, I feel good. I feel great, actually. And sometimes taking a day off is important. It, it was a good mental break. Um, but it was it's also a test. There have been times in the past where I've I've had streaks of certain things, and I take a day off, and suddenly I just I just lose all momentum and can't get back into it. And so it is a test because this time everything's different because I'm different. I changed September fourteenth, twenty nineteen. I changed as a person. I've changed forever. And so you know you you take that detour, take that day off, which I was afraid to do. I think the reason I had the streak going as long as it was, was because I was literally afraid to take a day off. What happens if I take a day off? Will I be able to resume um, what I'm doing? Will, will I have the mental um, fortitude and discipline to get right back out there and continue that 30 minutes a day every day for the rest of my life? And the answer is, well, day number one after I took a break was yes. Day number two scheduled to be yes. And I have no doubt I'm going to be able to continue doing this. And it, man, it, it does feel really good. But while I'm there at the gym, I am, I am incredibly bored on the elliptical. It's funny, if I walk or do anything outside, I can listen to podcasts. But when I'm in the gym, I can't listen to a podcast. It drives, it just, it's just too slow and, and my mind wanders is actually what really happens. I start looking away, looking at other things, which distracts me from really paying attention to what I'm listening to. So I really need to watch something or read. I have to have something visually stimulating that, that, that helps me a lot. And, um, so I, I put on the movie. Oh, and, uh, and the other thing is if a movie is too slow or a TV show is too slow, I can't watch it. It's got to be something with some pizzazz, something that enter really entertains me, really grabs my attention and entertains me. So the other day I was flipping through uh, available titles on Netflix and I love Steve Carell and they had Evan Almighty uh, available. 
And uh, you've heard me say before, I'm not a religious person. I, I am not a, a religious person at all. I was raised in, in the church, um, you know, in a very, uh, I would say, uh, what would it be, like a business casual way. <laughs> we weren't there all the time, but we were there every Sunday. We were there on holidays. And, you know, so it was a, I was there, but it just, um, yeah, I've, I've grown away from it for many, many reasons. You know, I have my own spirituality, which is, you know, very personal to me. And we'll talk about it on a future episode, but I'm not a religious person. Uh, but I do enjoy, you know, I, it doesn't stop me from watching religious things and enjoying them. And I, I enjoyed this movie. I saw it before and I said, you know, Let's give it a try. Let's see if it'll keep my attention. Uh, it'd be an hour and 30 some minutes of, you know, preventing boredom on the elliptical. So when I'm watching it, you know, every, if you, I hope you're familiar with the story. Uh, what, what happens is I'm not going to give the, everything away, but what happens is uh, God comes to Evan, who is a newly elected congressman, and tells him to build an ark. And um, there's a lot of things that that ensue following that, but it but it's very difficult for Evan to accept uh, what God has told him to do. And uh, eventually, he reluctantly comes around and, and realizes he's got to do it. And it's even harder though for his wife to accept it. So one day, his wife takes the kids and they and they leave. And um, the next scene, I think it is, they're sitting in a diner. And the kids all go to the bathroom. The wife is sitting alone. She turns to the waiter, asks him for some more French fries because that's what she was eating because she was stress eating, uh, something we got to watch out for. And um, turns turn, the, the, the waiter turns, and it's God, played by Morgan Freeman. So God says, you know, how's everything going? What's what's happening? And she says, yeah, she's having a tough time, and, and it, but it's a long story. And he says to her, well, I love stories. God, why don't you tell me? So she opens up to him and is explaining how she left uh, Evan, uh, what he was going through, and, and why she was where she was. And, and God says something to her that I think was just... It's funny, you know, I'm going to a Steve Carell movie for life-changing um, thoughts and ideas, and yet here's what, what God says to uh, Evan's wife in this movie. He says, let me ask you something. If someone prays for patience, you think God gives them patience, or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If he prayed for courage, does God give him courage? Or does he give him opportunities to be courageous? If someone prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them with warm, fuzzy feelings? Or does he give them opportunities to love each other? And when I heard that quote, it really um, shook me a little bit. Because it it says, what does it say? And I, and I really think, you know, again, I... You know, pastor friends of mine uh, are welcome to let me know what they think about my interpretation of this. This may be very common. This may be found all throughout the Bible. This may be what they teach as far as how to pray. See, come, growing up as a Catholic, you know, going to Catholic church, I didn't learn a lot of things about the Bible. You don't learn about the Bible. You, you hear selected pieces of it, and you hear them over and over and over again. But maybe this is something that people talk about in Bible study. I don't know. Bottom line is this. It told me something that was very important, and that was how every challenge creates opportunity. When I look for strength, when I'm struggling, it gives me the opportunity to be strong. 
right? When, I, when, I'm, when I'm questioning myself as far as do I have the discipline to go to the gym today? I'm tired. Do I really want to do that tonight? It gives me the opportunity to be disciplined. You know, when, I, when I'm thinking to myself, I would like to eat this thing that I'm not supposed to eat. Do I, do I have the ability to stay focused on my eating plan, on my new lifestyle? And the answer is, you know, I ha- I, that's how I become strong. It's the opportunity to feel good, to be strong. Oh, man, that's, that's important. It allows every challenge to be an opportunity. It allows every roadblock to be a chance to, to move past a roadblock. Do you get it, right? You, you, you get it. So, so the next time I'm saying to myself, I wish I had this, this trait, this strength, this, this ability, it gives me the, the chance to, to prove to myself that I have it. What an amazing idea. And I love it. And I love it. And I'm applying it because every, every challenge is the opportunity to improve because every time I, 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 I flex that muscle of discipline, I become more disciplined, right? Every time I make the right decision, I become better at making the right decision. I wasn't afraid about taking that break on Sunday and getting back on, on the, uh, back on the horse as far as exercise is concerned because I knew the fear of, of falling off the rails gave me the strength to stay on the rails. Wow. Applying this is amazing, and it's so funny because you know I, I watched a silly movie that it, it, the, the I, I would I had started it, and I told my wife I was watching, and she said, "You're watching that again? Why are you watching that again?" Um, I'm really surprised. All the all the other things available on Netflix or Amazon Prime or any of the other things that we have that that I could pick from, I chose this movie. And the next time I turned it on, that scene popped up. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Uh, if I was more religious, I'd say God touched me and told me to do that. So, uh, but, but really the bottom line is there's a lot of things in my life right now that are huge coincidences um, <laughs> that, are, that are affecting me greatly. So, um, yeah, that's the thing. Ch- challenges and changes lead to opportunity, and we just have to take advantage of those opportunities. When presented with something where we can either do what's right, what needs to be done, or turn away from it, if we do what's right, what we know we, we should do and what we're capable of doing, it allows us to grow, and that is huge. And, you know, it, the, the other thing, though, that's been going on, right, besides what I learned that night from, from the movie Evan Almighty, is that I was lost in my, well, along this journey of fitness as far as my eating was concerned. And I've made a huge change. And if you listen carefully to everything up until now, you will hear that I, I've talked about eating and lifestyle, but you've, you haven't heard me mention keto. And the reason for that is I have left the keto lifestyle, and I am turning towards a whole food plant-based lifestyle because I 
you know, there was something, the keto may work for other people. I'm not here to, to say uh, nobody else should do it. I know it wasn't working for me for a couple of reasons. Number one, I wasn't feeling well. It was, it just, my insides didn't feel well. And my brain, my logic was there was an alarm going off. And, you know, there, there's a lot of dogma, right? Dietary dogma. I've heard that phrase a lot recently. And I, 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 this is something I complain about all the time. The only thing I'm more confused about than, well, the, the thing that confuses me the most in my life is diet and what is healthy and what isn't. And I don't know which science to believe because if you look at any specific way of eating, it's all quote unquote backed by science. Right, keto is backed by science. Paleo backed by science. Mediterranean diet backed by science. Um, whatever diet, pagan diet backed by science. Now there's a carnivore diet backed by science. Diet backed by science. Weight Watchers backed by science. Jenny Craig backed by science. Nutrisystem backed by science. Isogenics backed by science. Like, come on, the list goes on and on and on. And if you want to t- adopt a diet or a lifestyle took me a while to get that out. <laughs> if you want to adopt a diet or a lifestyle, you can find science that backs it up. I don't know if it's good science, but there's science that backs it up. You can also find science that tears it down. Every single diet, if you look, you can find positive science and, and journal articles, and you can find negative science in journal articles. It's all out there. So what does that mean? I don't know what it means, but I'll tell you, when, I'm, when I was eating a diet where I had to limit vegetables, I had to limit fruit, I had to limit, limit um, you know, certain carbohydrates, it just wasn't working for me. And it didn't make me feel good inside. And I think part of that was because it didn't make me feel good logically or mentally. And I, I tried something similar to keto long ago. And when I was doing that, I was at a party and there was a a fantastic looking thing of fruit on the table. And a friend of mine, two friends of mine, both division one athletes, both incredibly healthy at, at, you know, at our age with, you know, um, in our, at that point, probably early forties, they said to me, you know, the fruit is here. The fruit is great. You should have some fruit. I said, I can't, I'm on a diet and I'm not allowed to eat fruit. And they both laughed and they said, how can you be on a diet that doesn't allow fruit? And I, I, I walked away from that, you know, thinking to myself, am I making sense? Is this, is this what I'm doing, making sense, not eating fruit, not eating certain vegetables, not eating other things? And again, you know, logically, um, I've carried that with me for the last number of years when that, when that happened. And anytime I've, I've gone on to some sort of eating plan that didn't include fruit and, and whole vegetables and, 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 um, you know, tubers and, and legumes and, and anything like that, uh, you know, I've, I've always struggled with it. So I, I did keto for, for the last month and, and I'm really happy. It got me jump started. You know, I lost 20 some pounds on it, but it, I didn't feel good. So I switched to this, to this plant-based uh, whole foods diet and I'm really avoiding animal products at the moment. I have, you know, filled my refrigerator with great things. I'm very lucky. I love rice. I love beans. I love 
lentils and and I like vegetables and all sorts of things. I don't need salt. I don't need oil. I don't need animal products. And I'm learning that I can, um, at least for the last few days, and it's only been a few days, I'm living without them. And I'm living very happily and comfortably without them. My food is colorful. I'm eating salads with reds and greens and yellows. I'm eating um, soups with browns and reds and greens and, and, and all sorts of colors in there now. And it feels really, really good. It's what's working for me. And that's the important thing. We're all, all trying to find something that works for us. And, you know, so that's the way I've decided to go. I, I, I started reading, um, actually, I said reading. I started watching after Evan Almighty. Uh, I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about sugar. Because, you know, one thing a lot of these diets all have in common is that sugar is a problem. And he mentioned to me the documentary Fed Up. So I went on Netflix. I looked for that. It wasn't available. It wasn't available on any um, services that I have uh, a subscription to. But Forks Over Knives was. So I watched Forks Over Knives. And there's controversy with Forks Over Knives. There are, there are people who say they've debunked the science of plant-based whole food diets. But that supported the plant-based whole food type of um, lifestyle which I had already decided might be the, the way for me to go as I was researching what where to go from keto because I couldn't go back to the standard American diet, which is what I was eating and got me to 295 or 296.5 pounds. That was a no-go. I had to find something that was going to help me improve my health and fitness. So I was researching whole food plant-based, stumble upon forks over knives. I didn't know that it, that's what it promoted, and sure enough, that's what it promoted. Again, it was another one of those things that was just kind of meant to be. So I started watching that. It, it won me over as I think this is the right thing for me to do. I, I immediately, um, the next the next day, I was at the grocery store buying plant-based whole foods. And I've been building meals ever since. Uh, I think tonight my wife is actually making something that's plant-based whole foods. I mean, look at that. I am so fortunate. You know, when I talk about how great things are going, here I'm 100% positive and um, like, like things are so well. I talk about at home. I'm not asking my wife to do this. She is immediately adopting and or adapting to a new change for me. When I was going keto, 100% behind me. Here's keto meals for the whole family so we can all enjoy it together. A few days later, now that we're, we're I'm, I'm off of keto and I'm going in a different direction, she's already building meals that support that direction. Um, I think tonight we're having some sort of vegetable, veggie taco. Um, you know, and, and the thing is, you, you can be plant-based whole food, but not healthy. There's a lot of processed food that you can eat as when, well, when you're plant-based, the whole food tries to take all that processed stuff out. You know, you, you want to remove that from your diet. So that's what I'm doing. I'm eating, I'm eating real things, real food for the first time in a long time. It tastes great. I'm enjoying it. I feel great. And, um, so that's the direction I'm going in. And, is it really the right answer? You know, that's that was part of the title of the podcast. Is it really the right answer? I don't know because the science is out there supporting everything and um, tearing everything down. But it sure seems to me like, you know, and I know, I know what you're going to say. Well, you got to watch your protein. You got to watch your B12. You got to watch certain other things that you can only get through animal products. I get it. 
I'm looking at that. I'm actually going to reward myself if I can get through these next four weeks. And and, and this is the lifestyle I decide I want to live. I'm going to reward myself by going to a, uh, there's a, a local uh, group of doctors that, that support healthy weight loss in the area. I'm going to be going to them. I'm going to get checked out. I'm going to do all the things I need to do to make sure that as I'm, as I'm working towards health, I'm actually improving health, right? Because we can work towards health and, and not be, we could be losing weight, but not getting healthy. Right, we could be doing things that we think are right, but in the end they're wrong. And I want to get the numbers, see my numbers. I want to prove to myself that I am doing the right thing and that I am getting healthy and and moving forward the way I wanted to. So I don't know about this episode. It was really important to me to share these things with you. I hope I didn't ramble. Uh, if you're still here, <laughs> I, you know, thank you for sticking around. I think it was it brought good value. It feels really good to share these things, but you know, sometimes I worry that I'm rambling a little bit. But I thought it was important. You know, I wanted to cover the 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 fact that my goal this week is to eat well, and and now I can fill in eat a a whole food, plant-based diet for the next seven days, exercise 30 minutes a day for at least six of the next seven days. Uh, that was important to share. I wanted to share how how your mind can really be mean to you, right? It's your, it's your biggest enemy sometimes. I, so I wanted to talk about that meme where, you know, when, when they send it to me and I don't respond right away, it's because I'm busy. But when I send it to them and they don't respond to me right away, it's because they hate me. Um, and that's not, that's not reality. That's just this, this pretend land your mind is, is, is putting you in. It's like Mr. Rogers and the land of make-believe. Your mind takes you to the land of make-believe. It, you leave reality and just start you know, going down this path where you can really do mean things to yourself. So, so, you know, that's a goal is to be focused on that, that happening and, and not let it, not let it lead me to, to a bad spot. So, uh, that was another issue that I thought was important. I thought it was important. I shared that I broke my streak again, not a setback. Hopefully that actually helps lead to more success, but I wanted to share it with you. Um, the Evan almighty philosophy, the, the change leads to opportunity challenges lead to opportunity. When you need strength, it gives you the opportunity to be strong. Wow. Again, amazing. Blows my mind. And then finally, the the change of lifestyle. And yeah, you know, again, this is part of what's so raw about this podcast. This is part of what, what's so hard sometimes to share uh, in this podcast because I don't want you to look at me and say, Case, man, you just flopped. You flipped to keto. You flopped to whole food plant-based. What's going to be next, right? I'm I'm working on making sure that right now this there isn't a next. I jumped into keto at the um you know because a lot of people were doing it. A lot of people I know were doing it, a lot of people I know were finding success with it. I jumped into it. I realized shortly thereafter that it just wasn't for me and I made a transition and I'm hoping that that I'm I'm zeroing in, I'm dialing in on the right thing for me. What's right for me may not be what's right for you or anybody else, but man, it is right for me right now. And I am in with both feet and we'll see how things go, but I have a feeling they're going to go really well. So look, those are that's everything we talked about today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a lot out of it. I really appreciate the fact that you took some time to spend it with me. Um, <laughs> 
I know a lot of you who listen to this show and, you know, just thanks. Thanks a lot. I am really, really grateful that I have the opportunity to share this with my friends and and people that really mean a lot to me. And anybody else out there who who is listening to this, well, frankly, let me know because I'd like you to be my friend too. And you mean a lot to me. The fact that you're out there listening to this show, I really, really am grateful. And remember, if you want to reach me, find me on Twitter at CaseyPrice365. You can um, remember the, the 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 playlist. Didn't talk about that today, but that's that's alive and kicking. Twenty two songs right now. I've got probably about six hundred more to go, uh, but we're at twenty two at the moment. There'll be a twenty third going on later tonight, and uh, that's on Spotify right now. But I will be putting it on Apple Music soon. Right now, it's just on Spotify. It's the No X three six five playlist. So you spell it N O E X three six five playlist. It's there find it. You're going to love it. And uh, you can always email me. My email at the moment is noexcuses365 at gmail.com. So thanks again so much for listening to this. I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Let me know what you think. Uh, And until I have the privilege of talking to you again, oh, here comes that music. Until I have the privilege of talking to you again, I really do appreciate you and I wish you nothing but success.